0: Well, are you ready? Is it time? It's time. (laughs) It's time.
1: Hi, guys. Welcome back. Uh, This is episode eight. Eight.
0: Eight.
1: Yeah, two months. That's two months, right?
0: That is two months. Yeah. That would be... That's pretty great. Four weeks plus four weeks, every week uploading.
1: Yeah, close to it, two months.
0: I think we've been going strong.
1: We're trying.
0: Staying, staying as consistent as possible. Yeah, so.
1: we're trying. Well, welcome back. Um, Josh, yeah. where were you just recently?
0: This last week?
1: Yeah, this week.
0: I was in Arizona for Super Bowl week. Nice. And I guess you would say Waste Management, too, was the same week. Oh, golf? Yeah, which is, like, the biggest, for those of you that don't watch golf or don't know about golf, Waste Management is, like, the biggest, rowdiest, like, golf week of the year. Um, There's this hole, hole number 17, that's, like, a stadium. Oh,
1: yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, the stadium.
0: Yeah, it's, like, one of the only holes on the tour that, like, is like stadium kind of built around it to par three so the fans just go nuts everybody gets absolutely fucking plastered and um
1: yeah it's rowdy it's it like is not, ra- it's not like a typical golf yeah hole where people are uh-huh. in whispering
0: no like that's like what i was saying like one. this is a loud week for golf so um i didn't actually go myself but We were thinking about it. We were thinking about going one of the days, but then we didn't end up going. We went to an event for um, future Lil Durk and Nardo Wick, um, who are rappers. Nice. Uh, That was pretty fun. But, yeah, the whole week was was a pretty rowdy week. I went out there to film content mainly, and uh, it went all right. I mean, I got some decent content, but I was telling you earlier, like, a little frustrated with myself, should have came more prepared and um but I learned some lessons, so it's yeah. all good and had a fun week. It was my boy Brennan's birthday, so we celebrated that and Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Well I mean I think that's all part of this journey. I think we're trying to learn how to be more prepared for this podcast.
0: Yes. Cause Yeah. If we're being completely honest, we've been just kind of winging it. <laughs> Okay. At least on the last few episodes, we've just been kind of throwing together ideas as it yeah. goes, but
1: Which, that's okay. I, I mean, mean, sometimes that's what you have to do. We're still working out some of the kinks, figuring out how we're going to go about this, kind of topics and conversations we want to have, how much structure should be in it,
0: and we'll get we'll get more familiar and comfortable with the process. And
1: so, hang I mean, in there. Don't leave us
0: again. If you're watching, you can kind of tell we're in a little bit of a different environment. Yeah. We got some actual mics on us right now, so...
1: Yeah, we're getting fancy. We're hopefully the up.
0: the audio quality is a little better. We're going to be continuing to upgrade equipment and probably a new setting. Um, something a little more professional, maybe? Like, I
1: don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Who fucking knows? I don't
1: know. I don't know that that's in the future anytime real soon.
0: Maybe so not I- real soon, but...
1: We're kind of inviting you into our life, is the point, and this True. is it. This is our life. Our life is all over the map. We're you are in different places, different inside
0: times. of our house right now. So... You are
1: inside of our house.
0: Is that you... plugged in?
1: You're looking at it. Yes, it is.
0: Okay, I'm tweaking.
1: Okay, we're but... doing well. <laughs> all right, let's get on with it. Yeah. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah, okay, well, anyway... Um, happy belated Valentine's Day to all you people with Valentine's out there. Not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> we never really celebrated Valentine's that much in our house. It was not a big holiday anyway.
0: Hell no. It's not a big holiday at all.
1: No, it's, it's a commercial holiday.
0: It's a commercial holiday for sure. Yeah. It's a Walmart holiday. Anyway,
1: yeah, well, if you celebrate it, if you love it, if it's your favorite one. You're a weirdo. No. No. <laughs> Good for
0: you. Yeah, good for you. Um,
1: It was a good day, though.
0: What are we talking about today?
1: Well, we were talking about what we would want to talk about. I'm going to itch my foot. And you guys have heard us, when we first introduced ourselves to you, we talked a little bit and made mention about my growing up and having grown up in what I call a cult Today, after going through what I've gone through, the things I've learned about what it was, the books I've read about cult, it definitely falls into what I believe is a cult under the guise of Christianity. And that had a huge impact on my life because I was heavily, heavily involved in um, that organized religion from the time I was about four and then I left when I was 23, and married Joshua's dad. And in leaving, I went and bounced around a lot of places here in the Pacific Northwest, looking for an, a normal church.
0: You were, uh, what's it called? You were, you were vanquished, or what, what's it called when they oh, like uh, you were exiled? Was, yes, you were exiled from the church. Ex,
1: almost excommunicated, but not formally. <laughs> So I was definitely, I well, what I was given was an ultimatum, which was to do what I was being told by the leaders of the church and to submit to their conform. authority. Submit to their authority or leave. And I left.
0: And in that, like, yeah. it was relationships. And... Yeah,
1: it was pretty extreme. And I had a lot of loss associated with that experience. And the crazy thing about religion, organized religion, we're just going to dive right in, is that it's mostly been used to control, I think. I think there's some aspects of things that have been good, but I think humans by nature want to take things and...
0: Control, Control, conquer
1: and manipulate and there's nothing better to get somebody to conform than to use fear and shame and Mm -hmm. what this journey looks like where do we go after what you know whether your life if you conform and you do good then good things will happen to you there's a lot of performance and stuff that was tied into it
0: yeah i mean that's one of the scariest questions And life is like what comes after. Yeah. Like, where do we go? What happens? You know,
1: I think everybody has to wrestle with that at some point and different people come to different conclusions. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with um, what you feel you need to hang on to to get through this crazy life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, man, we could go we could open up Pandora's box here. But what I'll say is that I it started out, I was born in Saskatchewan, Canada. Like I mentioned, my parents were up there living on an Indian reservation. Um, I say saving the world for Jesus because I feel like that's kind of what the 70s was. The 70s in the religious realm, from my understanding, was kind of a backlash to the 60s, which was, you know, the 60s was so much... Um, there was no no rules, no limits. Anything went. Um, the wars, the drugs, the you know, the sex, the the music, the rock and roll. You know, all the things. And so then I think into the '70s, this religious movement kind of came in, and it was the other side of the pendulum. So I always talk about life in these terms of pendulums. So when something swings way over here, usually the counter reaction to that swings way over here, and then. The goal, obviously, in any, when you use this for any kind of theory, whether it's your life or relationships or what you're learning, is that you would get back into this middle where you have more of a balanced way of being. Mm -hmm. And so I think organized religion in the 70s really had this kind of heyday of revival because they were out there, you know, telling everybody that what had happened in the 60s was terrible.
0: And there was, there's a lot of like, cults coming about during Tons that time. Tons of
1: cults, yeah. If you ever are into that kind of stuff, you can like, Google what? and read and books and...
0: Yeah, what Where? There's a couple big ones, like big big incidents, like the... When, well, maybe I'm not... I thought... Wasn't this one the, like, whole Kool-Aid one? Um, like, or was that...
1: No, that that's right. The yeah. um, Jonestown. Uh-huh, Jonestown.
0: Yeah. And then there's a couple other big ones that, like, made yeah, national headlines for, like, like either, you know, talking their members into committing mass suicide or yeah. doing, like, crazy shit.
1: Yeah, it definitely gave birth to a lot of... I think prior to that, religion had stuck within some confines of um, certain denominations, to a sense. So there was some, you know, like, if you think about Catholicism or Protestant, Protestants or... Um, you know, these different groups, they had Baptists, Southern Baptists. They had these very solid confines around the religion and beliefs and ways that you had to believe and behave. And there was, I think, maybe more accountability. And then in the 70s, really this new kind of wave of what is called Mm non-denominational, which means you belong to no denomination. So like Baptists would be a denomination, they started just this new craze of non-denominational churches where there was really no oversight and no accountability and so what you got was these people that were saved and you know coming out of the 60s believing that this was the way you needed to live your life and then they were running you know bible studies and churches and it was like anybody could do it and anybody could start a group and um, it there was no real oversight. And so it ended mm-hmm. up being, you know, people kind of going along and interpreting the Bible however they thought it fit. And it's, I think that's where a lot of um, preaching began that was less about. So religion in a lot of ways used to preach the Bible, like the scriptures. So you mm-hmm. would read like the scriptures and talk about what the scriptures meant. And then it kind of switched to this style of um, preaching, which is still very much alive today, where it's, it's thematical. In other words, they pick a theme and they preach on that theme and then they cherry pick verses. Manipulate it a little bit and so on. They cherry pick verses to fit whatever the message is that they're trying to convey.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same concept with like, you know, it's just an extreme version of like, like. A lot of these other religions, you know, like, will preach from the, the word or whatever. They're, yeah. their you know, like, their they're books yeah, and stuff. And then you have, like, extreme groups like ISIS who take, like, a whole different kind of route to right. things.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean organized, organized it's religion is more sure, than but... just, like, the Christianity I grew up in non-denominational. I mean, there's organized religious groups throughout the world. And we see in every one of those um things that are um, good, things that um, promote, you know, love and community and kindness, but you you also see a lot of bad and you see a lot of misuse and a lot of abuse Mm -hmm. with it, a lot of um, harm to different groups, you know, whether that is, you know, religions that don't promote equality and then religions that um, are hi- hierarchical in their sense that you know you have like Catholicism you know you ca- you have to have a priest that you know kind of is in between you and God and you know there just is a lot there that There's a lot of
0: shit has. going on behind the doors that yeah you
1: know,
0: a lot of well, abuse I mean, of power and seen
1: the stories you know. the Boy Scouts the you know the these groups the and the Boy Scouts by the way is not a formal religion and what we think of, but it's an, it is an organized, almost religion unto itself. But, you know, you look at the Catholic school, at uh, the, the boys' schools and the, you know, these different things that were happening. And well no, and this just is... the boys' schools. You look at the schools that's, what, two years ago, a year and a half ago when they, the schools in Canada where they were yeah. uh-huh. sending the indigenous people and then they were, you know, they were finding mass graves now.
0: Yeah. This is, I mean, this is human nature. We've yes. seen this go on throughout all of history. I mean, all the positions back. of power just being, you know, yeah taken advantage of. And yeah, a so lot of times people that, just fall into the...
1: Yeah. That groundwork has been there since the beginning. Um, that idea, that formula, that way of being, and it has worked itself out in different various groups and different mm-hmm. ways. And Um, For me, that was in a non-denominational, charismatic um, Christian church that fell into the belief of um, discipleship movement, uh, which is, I would call it a cousin to Catholicism in a lot of ways because you had somebody that basically you had to report to about everything. And then they kind of were the one that could hear for for you from God. So Mm -hmm. I do think that that movement really came close to a lot of that. Um, some it of those merged
0: a little bit, for yeah, sure.
1: But without some oversight. And that was, my growing up was really steeped in discipleship. Even after the founders of that discipleship movement um, spoke out against it and said that they didn't even believe it was good, that it had been used poorly, the school and church in which I grew up in has hung, hung on to that and hung on to that um, idea and theology all the way up um, through past me leaving. So they also took courtship, which was this belief about relationships and who gets to have a say and who decides who you should marry. So you're bordering on some um, arranged marriage mm-hmm. with just some fancier words. Um, But because of all of that, I was really inclined to not allow organized religion to have a center role in our family or in your guys' growing up, but I always encouraged you to seek out um, your own belief and faith system because I do think that there is something greater than us in this journey i the older i get the more i have no idea what it is and i don't even feel like i need to figure it out anymore for sure but i feel like in my gut um that there's things we don't know and that are beyond this life journey yeah so
0: and just to just clarify if you couldn't tell by the title this episode is like premised around spirituality, organized religion, and all that stuff. I mean, we've both had our own individual journeys and um, experiences revolving organized religion and our own growth and um, understanding of spirituality, which we're still learning and still, I mean, (laughs) I'll still be learning and growing and developing the day I die, I will never have an official answer. No. Neither no, will you. absolutely
1: not. And I don't know that that was ever... So the way I look at spirituality in so many ways is that if I die having missed it, I didn't know. So it wouldn't matter. Because I'm not going to get the answers. I'm not going to know everything. I think for me my faith and spiritual journey has less to do with um, a religion and more to do with how I feel I'm supposed to be showing up in the world yeah. and the things that are impressed on me. And I know that that's very, very individual. And I think that's the way it's meant to be. I think we're supposed to each be in a journey that we're seeking out um, what it means for you and and mm-hmm. everybody is going to be and arrive somewhere different. And I actually think that that's kind of the point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I look at it, we're all made completely different. Like, there's yeah. no one person that's the same. So why, yeah. would, why would your spiritual journey be the exact same as the person next to you? Like, yeah. I would think that it would be different as well. Yeah. Um, I mean... Didn't mean to cut you off or anything no, no
1: i love it but but like I'll, I'll, I'll share
0: a little about my journey this far with religion and spirituality as she said we were never um me and my siblings were never kind of you know nothing was ever pushed on us they were never you know bringing us to church or forcing us to go to church or doing this and that like you were always kind of leaving the door open for us to kind of figure it out and, like, mm-hmm. decide what we felt we needed or what we believed in. And, um, I mean, I had, you know, grandparents that would, you know, Nana Debbie and mm-hmm. Nana Ivy and um, grandparents that, you know, would share Bible verses or, you know, talk about God to me and um, pray over me and all of that. Um, and I would say towards towards high school, I don't think it was ever – initially for like my wanting to like seek god or anything but i started to join some some groups like uh young life which is like an organized Mm -hmm. youth religion or religious group like a christian group and they would host weekly events and it was more of i saw it more at the time of like a social gathering and like being able to get out on a weeknight yeah and um through that process I started to hear, you know, obviously more about God and, you know, learn little bits and pieces here and there from what they had been sharing, Um, as well as uh, I began, I guess, playing around and trying to seek a little bit of an answer as to, like, what religion is on a deeper level, so I I went to church here and there um, and joined some youth groups, but then I was so back and forth. I was never like, you know, I was still making dumb decisions, focused on other things, had my own. So I I didn't really, you know, take it too serious. And I mean, you remember this stuff, too. So I'm trying to remember everything correctly. But uh, I definitely like started to believe more. I had some experiences um, that were clearly uh, not coincidence. And where, you know, something, something. What's the word I'm looking for?
1: Well, you had some um, experiences that couldn't be explained away with reason.
0: Yeah, that's and a good way to it. And were point.
1: outside of the realm of what we would say should have happened. Like science yeah. doesn't support what occurred.
0: Right, and that's where <laughs> I'm a very like scientific person and like needing answers that make sense or like Mm -hmm. and so i i got myself i found myself in a place where i like was looking for answers yeah and yeah um didn't really understand what the fuck happened or why or this and that so yeah i started to like you know seek more answers and that led me to you know uh being more curious about, you know, God and religion and so on, um, I ended up getting to a point later on, fast forward, uh, after I, like, graduated high school where I was in a really dark place and, um, really just struggling and I was, honestly, I was at my wits end, like, I didn't want to be here anymore, I, I was you know, tired of living. And, um, and I remember like there was one night where I just like broke down and I was drinking a ton and my parents were out of town. And I was kind of at that moment where I really didn't want to be here and was very close to making a choice that would have, um, impacted a lot of people around me. And, um, I wouldn't have been able to make up for, and in that moment, my dogs, I love them, they were, you know, trying to love on me, and kiss me, and lick me, and all that, or whatever, and (laughs) I, like, I just, for some reason, felt like I need to pray, and I was, like, look, like, God, if you're real, like, like, I need an answer here, like, if I don't, hear something from you or get some sort of like undeniable reason to still be here like that's it I'm done and I I like fast forward like it's a longer story but I like ended up waking up in the morning decided the night prior that same night that I was going to try to go to church the next day um like a brand new church that I had never been to, I didn't want to go to church, but I felt like that's what I was kind of being led to do, I guess. Um, And I woke up the next day, woke up late and rolled over, didn't even want to go, not a quick person to get out of bed, but for some reason just hopped out of bed and went straight there, sat in the back with the hoodie on, like, I actually asked the people later and they were a little concerned, like, I came in in all black with the hoodie on, like, and we know what times we live in now, unfortunately, yeah. so they definitely, I think, had their eye on me at first, um, but anyways, this this um, sermon and this Sunday morning really just spoke to me. Everything the, the pastor had been talking about and some of the interactions I had with people there, I... I felt a reason to keep going. Hmm. Um, I look back and I'm grateful for that. I ended up spending like two years in this church., yeah. I ended up getting baptized at this church. Um, I was in a much happier place in life. I was in a much healthier mindset, and i I spent those two years really learning a lot about myself, and how to handle, you know, pain, and mm-hmm. hurt, and all sorts of stuff in a healthy way, um, and I, again, I look back at this, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful for right. that process, and that experience, yeah. and um, that chapter in my book, in my life, um, I don't go to church, <laughs> uh, COVID hit, actually, and that was kind of the main reason. Obviously, I stopped going to church because hmm. churches weren't open. They were yeah. all forced to shut down. And um, I actually don't think I've been back to church since before COVID.
1: That's probably accurate, yeah. Um, yeah. And
0: over the course of the last couple years now, um, during COVID and post-COVID, I've also grown a lot in... What I would consider my understanding of like religion and spirituality and um, I'm in a place where I have some pretty strong beliefs that there is a a higher power for sure and there is something out there that is Mm -hmm. you know kind of pulling strings I guess. Yeah, Maybe. I
1: mean, I don't know. Like, that's the thing, right? Like,
0: I don't I don't know what it is, but... No,
1: because if, if we're all here showing up and someone's pulling strings, then ultimately we don't have freedom of choice. But yet we see the mm-hmm. outcome of freedom of choice all the time. So you can't say that, you know, like what just happened in Michigan on the school campus. Yeah. You can't look Which... at that and say that that was... You know, God allowed that. If there's a God, he allowed it, or he's pulling strings, or she is pulling strings, or whatever you want to believe. Because that's a freedom of choice where somebody did something that I don't believe has anything to do with any kind of spiritual journey. Yeah. So it's hard to know what that thing is out there when you do have those moments where something happens and you can tell that it is outside of the realm of what we consider normal you know where you have an experience where somebody shows up and says something to you right when you need to hear it and they don't know you and it's like okay how do they know that like
0: right right or they like yeah there's those
1: are those moments when you you kind of go there's got to be something happening
0: yeah and also i mean you brought it up but side note you know thoughts and prayers go out to the families and the people they were involved in yeah policy and change is what um I say. yeah it's really unfortunate and really sad we don't got to dive into all of that today no. but it's really sad that these things keep going on and happening um i'm hoping all yeah, those families like- are able to heal yep. and
1: it's not normal it's find not closure, healthy. and what the answer is to that um we're obviously are clearly struggling in this country to figure it out
0: it's crazy um but, but yeah. back to kind of what you were saying um yeah i i i think that was the wrong word choice because i don't think it's somebody actually pulling the strings yeah right it's no, definitely I know what you're saying it's definitely there's something there though that's undeniable in my opinion um Now I never like am the type of person, and I know you clearly aren't either because of the way you guys raised us to, you know, push my beliefs or my Mm -hmm. opinions or thoughts onto anybody else. So, for anybody listening, like you know, I hope in your journey you're able to find you know maybe some answers or whatever you need and believe whatever you want. Like I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to you know tell you what to do. Um, In my process and where i'm at like i have learned though and strongly believe there's something out there and i'm continuing every day to try to learn and like figure out what my spiritual like growth looks like Mm -hmm. and it's it's hard like it's really confusing at times um
1: well it doesn't get less confusing if i can (laughs) if i can help you out sorry uh, this is why we're never going to be the ones to push any kind of um, agenda or belief system on anybody. And the reason why I take that is because um, I don't even know what the fuck I believe. I'm still <laughs> working that out Oh, every that's so facts. All the time. Um, I have been through uh, the full spectrum of... Um, You know, being indoctrinated day in and day out, um, Mm -hmm. buying into it. And I was um, a youth leader at the church at one point, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, going on missions trips to wanting nothing to do with any of it. And not even sure I believed that religion, there was any part of it that was of value at all Mm
0: -hmm. to then
1: coming to a point of believing like, no, I've had enough experiences at this point to know that there's got to be something beyond this journey but recognizing that the deeper i go into this life the less i actually feel that i even know and understand but the beauty of that is that the less i feel i have to know and understand
0: truth and
1: that's the coolest part for me is that i don't feel like i don't feel what i grew up in or what is pressed out there a lot of times with religions I don't feel that there's this eternal damnation or that there's something hanging out there that if I don't get it right I'm fucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: don't have that anymore. I feel totally okay being like I don't know. I'm winging it.
0: No, I'm pretty I'm pretty pretty near that. Yeah. Like I'm I'm on the same kind of boat. I mean, Yeah. And you're I mean, like you said earlier like you mentioned the pendulum and stuff. You're kind of the example of that when it comes to like this religion shit and like yeah, spirituality, exactly right. like you were all the way on this side, and then swung yeah. all the way over there, and now you're kind of somewhere in the middle, trying to, I think that's, right. you know, go with the flow. But yeah, I'm I'm on the same boat as you. Like, I, I, I want to believe that if there's you know something out there, like if there's a heaven, a hell, this and that, whatever. Like, yeah,
1: I don't believe
0: in that. I I don't know. I don't I
1: don't I
0: don't
1: <laughs> that know. I like, that one I feel like I have done enough. I, I think that we are limited in our vocabulary. And so what happens is humans try to articulate what they think. And then we come up with these words and then we kind of put everything into a box.
0: Shit, I mean, what do you think's after death then?
1: I don't, I don't know, but I don't know that it's, a, I don't know that it's door A or door B. I don't know that it's heaven or hell. I actually, in fact, I don't think that it is Well, that. that was,
0: I mean, that was one of my biggest questions growing up and still is a big question of mine. Obviously now, yeah. like we're talking about, we're in a place where we're not really trying to question shit too much anymore. We're trying to just kind of go with the flow, be good people, like learn and grow and so on.
1: Well, I, mean, but, I think more than be good people, I think one of the things that we've latched onto where I can speak for myself is it's being, it's allowing yourself it's allowing whatever that still small voice is within you, call it what you want. Some people call it God. Some religions call it the Holy Spirit. Some call it Muhammad. Some call it all these different things. A conscience. Um, a conscious, um your spirit, your soul, your whatever. It's allowing that still small voice, intuition, guidance that's in each of us because we all have it. We all know. you all know. When you experience a situation where there's something in you that's like, no, that's not cool. Or, yeah, I want to do that. There's this thing that kind of wells up inside of you. And I think the spiritual journey is learning to be um, responsive to that. It's to keen into it. It's to honoring it. It's to paying attention to it. It's to allowing it to help guide Your life choices.
0: I would agree with that. The
1: more I think you are, you honor whatever that is that's speaking to you. Because again, what's going to rise up inside of you is not going to be the same as me. And the more you honor that, I think the closer you are to where we're supposed to be.
0: Yeah, I agree. And what I was kind of saying before you fucking interrupted me. No, I'm just kidding. It was going on like a tangent. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But what I was saying before that is, like, I think, like, one of the main reasons I don't think there's, like, a right or a wrong yeah. is because, like, and I would I would talk about this with you guys when I was young. Like, I had friends that were, yes. you know, of Islam or Muslim or Buddhist descent. Um, yeah. Like, I never understood, like, oh, so if, if Christianity is the, the answer, like, you have to the be Christian. One. It's the only one to get into heaven or, you know experience that afterlife
1: what happens to all these
0: what happens millions, to like all people? these other millions of people that right don't get um because because they talk about it in like christianity like oh like you know these disciples and people that go Eternal like life. yeah like mm-hmm. they go and like you know they preach the word and this and that and like mm-hmm. they say oh everybody gets at least one chance in their life to like you know flip the switch or what i think that's bullshit i i don't i don't, I don't think, that's, think that's it I don't I think, think that's a that's
1: part of religion where we fail to understand that as humans living this earth experience, we can't possibly know the fullness Mm-mm. of whatever is out there. And I think we see that. I think that's played out on a regular basis, but we just don't like to connect that to the spiritual side of things. The spiritual side of things wants answers. It's like, well, I want to know where I'm going after this. Like, I want the rule book. Give me the set of plays so I can follow them. But I think that this experience shows us all the time that we will never know that. Um, One is the vastness of the universe. We're never going to know the extent of everything that's out there. The vastness of the ocean. We're never going to know the extent of what, is There what Space, there are or... animals that we haven't seen that, you know, there's, I guess the point is, is that we can never know all things at all times. And I, science and this journey shows us that on a regular basis. And yet when it comes to religion, uh, we want to try to claim to have all the answers. Shit, for all
0: I know, possible. we could be in a fucking matrix and have aliens oh, yeah. like pulling the strings and, and like And if we were, guess what? Everything. You couldn't
1: do anything about it anyway, so you might as well just. Exactly, get know, over it. Know what the flow. <laughs> I don't know that I think that's it, but at the same time.
0: I don't think that's it either. I was I
1: definitely, just fucking around. Well, it's things like, when we talk about this, it's things like reincarnation.
0: I mean, it's possible. Who knows? Yeah, well. Maybe, Again, back to the same point we're making like, you don't fucking, you we're not going to know. know
1: and there's so many things out there that can be questioned and i think that that's the part of it for me that i have come to this place which is i don't have to have the answer.
0: Uh, you brought up you brought up reincarnation. Yes. and it made me laugh because momo says like when we're in Disneyland like if she gets the chance to be reincarnated she wants to be reincarnated as uh, one of the ducks that live in Disneyland. Yeah. That's they good. have such a happy life. Like, <laughs> they do. They
1: have the best life. They're the fed, easy life. they're taken care of. People are dropping snacks all the time. People take pictures of them. Yeah. They live they're in a beautiful space. Yeah, they're celebrities. They're they have no predators within Disneyland. Nope. They're just living. They're the born good life. into stardom and um,
0: fed and yeah. taken care of and get a beautiful environment yeah, to live they in. They
1: never leave and they don't have to. It's Mm-mm. like Well,
0: perfect. until they die.
1: Well, yeah, but and then come back again.
0: And then they just, yeah. If they if they, <laughs> they do well enough, like if they, they impress enough guests, they get to come back. Like they
1: do it again. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think about reincarnation, and I I've watched shows and read stuff, and you know, there's a whole team in the United States yeah. that studies and researches it.
0: And you can go look this shit up. Yeah, look like, it up There's for a lot of stories go out there. Go
1: down the hole.
0: Um, there's stories of like the kids that like are four or five years old and they're looking at a picture of like you know their grandpa or something or
1: no not even There's or not even
0: like like random no people like
1: and are telling stories of saying like oh i've lived before and i was this person and they say the name and they say where they lived they yeah, say kind of crazy. Um, what street it was and we're talking about like, three, like who they were, four, married,
0: to, kids, who they were like, married to what like what they, they did
1: information that they shouldn't know and they're adamant that it's because that's they that's who they were in another life.
0: You know what I also always wonder about is like the people that like tell the stories about like, you know, where they're pronounced like dead and they mm-hmm. talk about the stories of like going to heaven or going to hell yeah, or
1: I've read a bunch of those. I don't
0: know. Like it's it's all crazy and it's all very fascinating to me. Like
1: I find it fascinating it, as
0: well. Even if we're not gonna have the answers or we won't get that same experience of like, you know, being reincarnated right now or dying and being able to quote-unquote experience like heaven or hell like it's still very like interesting it's It's,
1: fascinating
0: i don't know but
1: no it's fascinating i i find it um it's something i like to ponder on sometimes and just you know i throw it out there in conversation Mm -hmm. um but i also am at the point in my journey that i'm perfectly okay not having the answers and i feel very very solidly grounded in that and is good
0: yeah there are
1: definitely things that i wish we could understand and know i wish we could understand why some people have to go through um lives and journeys that are riddled with abuse and um you know, as children. And I. so like one of the things that I've told these guys before, I Forrest Gump, I can't get through that damn movie without sobbing my eyes out. <laughs> because while most people not, may not pick up on the arcing theme that's in there, the theme in there is really all about the journey and the choices and how we experience things at the very beginning of our life that can dictate the course of our life if we let it, and it happens through no fault of our own.
0: Yeah. So because we're, of somebody else's yeah, choices. Yeah, because of
1: somebody else's choices and that cycle repeats and repeats and repeats and it never stops. It never ends. We all have this this constant ripple effect where where the choices we're making are then affecting somebody else and then those choices they're making as a result of ours is affecting somebody else and then it just keeps going. We're yeah. not... Um, well,
0: and we, I look at that a lot, like, in terms of, like, like people that grow up in circumstances, like, you know, living in a third world country where right. they, they, exactly. they're they struggling to survive or even just get water on a daily basis or this and that. Well,
1: And then we're born here. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: it's a weird, weird concept that, you know, as you said no fault of their own like they're just born into different circumstances that are ultimately much harder I mean I've always thought you know each person's journey is like their own and like they're there for I don't know I I used to think like for a reason but like again that's another one of those (laughs) things that it's like I don't I don't know what what would the reason be that you're born you know In this environment in Syria or this and that.
1: What would the the reason be that, um, you know, one person is born into a loving home where they have everything wonderful and their parents are caring and loving. And then one is born into a home where they're wildly abused. I can't tie that to any sense of purpose or any sense of reason. Because it, isn't, it doesn't have reason. I have always said the experiences that you have, you make the reason. So what that means is that I don't believe everything happens for a reason. I think what you choose to do with what you experience becomes the reason. Uh-huh. And you dictate that. And whether that's you choose to do nothing with it, whether that's you choose to ignore it happen, whether that's you choose to speak of it and use it to maybe create change for others or right. whatever. Those are
0: choices you, you get to make right, though later on. You
1: create on. the reason. Yeah. I don't believe that there's some big mystical plan around these things that there's,
0: happen. There's not a script. You're not given, oh, this is why you went through this. So right. this is what you should do with it. Like,
1: Well, and I think sometimes when we say that, like, oh, everything happens for a reason, um, that's really easy to say if you're not the one suffering the trauma of what happened. It's almost insulting to say that in my opinion. Well, it's
0: condescending. Well, yeah, because it, 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 it,
1: I don't know. I just don't, I don't think I can look at that and say, um, oh, well, you know, there's always a reason. And if it happened to you, there's some purpose behind it. Bullshit. Um, sometimes bad things happen. And right. bad people do bad things. And I don't think that you can redeem that by trying to convince somebody that there's some grand purpose or design involved in what they went through. What
0: I just see, I just saw like this kid that survived the, the shooting yesterday.
1: Was in the Sandy Was Hook? in the Sandy Hook. Yeah, unbelievable. It, yeah,
0: it's like stuff like that that I'm like, what the fuck is it? Right. Where's their purpose in that? Like did, right. she just went through like two of like, the most traumatizing yeah. experiences and she's 21, and she's 21. Right. like
1: no you you can't tell me that there's some sort of grand purpose or design around that
0: like that girl's gonna go through the rest of her life hopefully not hopefully she gets more therapy and more help to be able to process through that but I mean putting myself in her mindset right. like I would think I'm gonna go through the rest of my life being like So fearful to go out into any public or, you know, like... Well, you already feel
1: that way and you haven't survived one, let alone two. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, yeah, I already already tell you this shit. You already feel like you're going out and your head's on a swivel and you're always kind of paying attention.
0: Go to Um, the fucking movie and I'm checking my surroundings if I'm making sure, you know, I know where the exits are. Like, where... Yeah, Yeah. it's it's all fucked.
1: Yeah, so the point is, is there's no purpose to that. And like I said um religion believes they don't have to be just about um christianity um i'm gonna say it and i'm not gonna get into this but Fuck. i'm not gonna get into it
0: i i don't know what she's about to say but
1: the obsession with guns Uh-oh. can be considered a religion within itself the way that people rally around it, the way there's a whole set of belief systems uh, like attached to it, the rights mentality that, you know, you can create a religion out of anything um, that you want to preserve because you feel that it's, it's beneficial to you or to your belief systems or your whatever. So that whole thing... We could go a whole road in a whole episode on creating religions out of
0: yeah we're not gonna um, get into things. that today though
1: no definitely not i
0: don't give a fuck I'll, I'll speak my mind i'll say whatever the fuck i want on this but i mean unfortunately whether you like it or not i don't care
1: <laughs> i mean if you're tuning in you get to have a different opinion
0: I would never, we I would never have a different, I would not. Ne- yeah, exactly.
1: But this is ours and that's okay. And we're we the fucking
0: even, stars of this show. Whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: we don't even see things the same.
0: Hell no. Nah. We get yeah. into like debates all the time. Me okay. and you go, we butt heads too. Cause we communicate very similarly. Mm-hmm. So like there's times where oh, it's gotten a lot better. Like obviously now it's like a lot of the times they're rational, you know, respectable yeah. conversations. But there used to be times where we'd really go at it about certain shit, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think I that's feel like pretty... as long as you
0: like can keep an open mindset and be respectful of others' opinions, as long as they're being respectful of yours. Well not not even with a butt or as yeah, long as I if you can just I'm hold that, that. Yeah, if you can just hold that, you know, be respectful and you know, open minded about things like there should never be, like,
1: it doesn't an ever ugly come, conversation. Yeah, it doesn't have to come to blows. I think where things come to blows, it where it could be that you have to draw a line is if somebody isn't willing to respect boundaries around something. So, like, if you're having a conversation about something and it's starting to press buttons or it's starting to get you to a place where you're like, I don't know that I want to have this conversation anymore, and you say to somebody that you're talking with – hey, I don't think I want to converse about this anymore. And they keep
0: trying to go, go. And they go, keep go. trying to yeah, go. Nice.
1: Um, and we've all done it. We've mm-hmm. all done it. I'm probably the worst. Well, because um, there's
0: a lot of things we get passionate about. Yeah, and... exactly.
1: I think that communication right there, if somebody is not willing to respect if you draw a line, and it—and again, there's that can be taken in a lot of directions because... Just because you want to come talk to me about something and I decide I don't want to talk about it doesn't mean that I should just be able to be like, I don't want to talk about it and like walk away. That's disrespectful to Joshua's place when he wants to share um, what's on his mind or his thoughts or his heart. If I'm just doing this thing where I'm like, nope, I don't want to hear it, like end this conversation. Now, sometimes you do get to a point where that's the wisest choice. Um, And other times... You know, you do need to kind of sit and hang in there because that's what the person needs.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Well, this has been a decently long episode. Oh my! Gosh. I think we we're just—I I just got up to check how long we've been. I mean, it, we're about fifty minutes in.
1: Okay, wow. But
0: but time flies when you're having a good conversation, I guess. So. Well, there's
1: so much to talk about. There is when...
0: a lot you could talk about. So.
1: Yeah. When how this it's so intertwined into our everyday lives and how it impacts people and how we show up in the face of constant, um, religious, um, overtures. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, we see it every day without realizing that that influence is there, but it is. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Um, but it does mean that it shouldn't be ignored. Yeah. And there's a lot of conversations to be had around um, religion and I tend to... And
0: spirituality. And spirituality.
1: And I tend to point out the negative things of religion.
0: Well, and that's a lot to do with your experience and what you've been through. And that's fair and understandable. Um,
1: But there's also a lot of positive things that have um, come in my journey and where I have, you know, grown in the ways that I feel I can own and validate and that makes sense to me and then you know Mm -hmm. you as well have had that journey yeah each one of us in our family is very different about how we see for sure this conversation for sure we all have a different perspective and we've
0: all been through different experiences Mm -hmm. and seeing it in a different light um yeah yeah i mean yeah again we could keep going yeah. but don't know how to but we're we're, we're gonna try to wrap it up if you guys want to see or hear like a part two and like that's yeah. something you're interested in feel free to drop a comment like message us um feel yeah, free I mean, to send me a dm go deeper we could for um, sure
1: and talk about some you know real specific parts of um the journey but yeah
0: and other side note um i mean i think for the most part we've been and we want to try to like i mean we've been keeping them around you know anywhere from 35 to 50 minutes the episodes if you want a longer episode if you feel like you know that's something you're interested in maybe we'll put out a longer episode
1: if there's a topic for sure that people are interested in um the thing about josh and i that i think is what makes us unique is we're both incredibly inquisitive and we tend to deep dive into stuff on our own and we formulate thoughts and opinions and you know conversations and we we love to do that and so there's probably a lot of things out there that we've um, journeyed into
0: yeah and, for sure uh,
1: we we like to talk about that
0: we ask a lot of questions yeah. we do a lot of research and our own digging um, mm-hmm. I mean, if it wasn't for me having like checked right there because I had this like gut feeling, some reason I'm good at being able to like feel the time. Yeah, like I know. did this last episode, yeah. but if it wasn't for me checking right there, we would have probably gone on for another hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's um, really
1: true. That's yeah, really true. it's funny though. Before we go, I talked with my grandma yesterday morning that I, I haven't spoken to in, um, like 20 years, which is wild. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. told me she, Colleen, shout out you. Um, oh yeah, shout out you listening. She told if you're me listening. she was watching in some of these episodes and I had a really beautiful conversation with her and one of the key hallmarks of my growing up um, was spending time with my family. Um, and they have been on the same journey over the years of um, religion and Uh, the way that it shapes you and the way that you can morph and grow through your belief systems and how important that is and she was talking to me about how um, I always was a deep diver into questions and was always asking these questions when I was little.
0: I wonder where I get it from. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, And it was kind of cool to be reminded that that's always just been part of who I am. But then she talked about this thing that, you know, her same belief of being that you're in this journey of change and growth um, to the very end. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I love that. That's so accurate. Yeah, never allowing yourself to become rigid in the ways that you view life, the world, your life, others, spirituality, um, stay flexible grow lean into the uncomfortable conversations allow yourself to expand in the way you view things yeah and i think you'll be met with some beautiful truths that align for you
0: i agree i agree word well if you guys enjoyed this episode go ahead and drop a like drop a comment if you want to hear anything specific
1: mention it to other people five
0: stars on spotify and apple Podcasts.
1: subscribe on youtube
0: all that so hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next week don't do stupid shit
1: yeah thanks for joining us again
0: deuce peace